بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. There are a number of different challenges that so many people are dealing with, generally speaking, especially these days. So I just want to briefly touch upon a few afkar, uh, a few du'a that we have in our beautiful tradition that can and will help whoever connects with these, especially if they, <coughs> especially if they say them on repeat. So for example, when it comes to istighfar, it's not just, it's definitely good if somebody were to say astaghfirullah even one time, but part of the process, part of the idea is to say it more than once, twice, thrice, maybe 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times, maybe 100, maybe more, maybe before going to sleep, maybe when waking up in the morning, whatever, maybe just throughout your day, whenever you have these different pockets of time. The idea is repetition is very important when it comes to connecting with um, these different adhkar and du'a uh, that our Prophet taught us, sallallahu One of them, so I'll mention three and, and conclude, inshallah. Uh, for the first one, the Prophet taught us that for, again, all three of these are effective and, and good for whoever is dealing with distress. Whatever that distress may be, it could be something regarding their marriage, it could be something regarding their kids, it could be something regarding work, school, regarding life, whatever it may be. All of these apply to anything that's causing uh, the heart of the believer to become distressed. The first one, لا إله إلا الله العظيم الحليم لا إله إلا الله رب العرش العظيم لا إله إلا الله رب السماوات ورب الأرض ورب العرش الكريم. You notice the repetition of لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله. The first component لا إله إلا الله العظيم الحليم. There is no god except Allah. العظيم, the magnificent, الحليم. You perhaps may translate it as the forbearing. It's one It's one of those words that you need a whole story to illustrate, to explain that this is how we can properly understand it. But just for the sake of time, we'll translate Al-Halim as the, as the forbearing. Meaning Allah is not, Allah is not uh, in a sense, quick. That So if a person makes a mistake, there, there's this pocket of time for them to fix it, for them to do tawbah. Look at the example of Fir'aun, for example. Allah gave him time... It wasn't just making a mistake right now and then five seconds later there's the punishment. We have to balance this with the fact that in Allah hasab that Allah is quick when it comes to taking people into account. So he was he was given a little bit of grace, a little bit of time to to take advantage of tawbah. So and Halim ties in with we make mistakes all the time, and the fact that Allah doesn't just completely destroy us within a few milliseconds, Allah is al Halim. Right? Allah is forbearing. Allah gives us this this grace, Allah gives this this time for us to come around and to hopefully right our wrongs. La ilaha illallah al-Azim al-Halim. La ilaha illallah Rabbul Arsh al-Azim. There is no God except Allah, and He is the Lord Rabbul Arsh al-Azim, and He is the Lord of the Magnificent Throne. La ilaha illallah. Again, there is no God except Allah, Rabbul Samawat, Lord of the Heavens, wa Rabbul Ardi, wa Rabbul Arsh al-Karim, and the Lord of the Earth, and the Lord of the um, of the 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 Honorable Throne. So the idea, so this is one complete package. The idea is if a person can, if a person is willing to, especially if they're struggling with anything. So in addition to taking appropriate action, connecting with these adhkar, among others, but these are just some quick examples, will help to facilitate that person's situation to go from bad to better, and then hopefully it continues to improve. But we have to take appropriate action, and then we also want to connect with our adhkar, because even though we take action, we also understand that nothing is truly going to change unless Allah allows it to change. We take action to show Allah we're doing our part, 
but we also need to connect with our adhkar to show Allah we're doing our part, but our efforts are very meager, they're very humble. We need you, Al-Azim, Al-Halim, so on and so forth, to help me, to help us in our situation. So this is this is one dua. Another one, Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum bi rahmatika astaghith. O ever living, O sustainer of all of creation, I am begging you for your mercy. I am desperately turning to you and begging you for your mercy. So this is dua number two. Ya hayyu ya qayyum bi rahmatika astaghith. And then the third one, we find this in the Quran in Surah Al-Anbiya. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimin. There is no God except you. La ilaha illa ant subhanak. Glory be to you. You're far removed from any imperfection. Inni kuntu min al-zalimin. I was from among those who made mistakes. I was from among the transgressors. You could translate it in that way. But it's easier for us to understand it if we unpack the term transgressor because someone may not be familiar with that term. Inni kuntu min al-zalimin. I was from those who made mistakes. So this clearly shows us, this last of the three, clearly shows us the importance of taking accountability of my situation. And I need to look at what can I do to try to rectify my situation. I'll give a brief example. I'll tie it in with Friday night's uh, family night event regarding domestic violence. And I'll conclude. If someone is struggling with something and if they're the culprit, so they may be struggling with something here at work, for example, and then they're making this la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. So let's say this is the man, the husband in this situation, the father perhaps. If they're abusing their wife day in and night out, all the time, constantly, physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, the whole nine yards. So if they're struggling at work and they're like, oh, the Prophet taught us, let me make this dua and Allah will help me in my situation. They're making this dua. How, how can you expect Allah to help you with that challenge over there at work if you're not changing the dhulm that you're producing at home towards your spouse? So there has to be a complete understanding. I cannot just say this with my tongue. I have to also say it with the presence of mind and presence of heart. And to think, what can I fix? What can I fix? Inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. I must have made mistakes. What mistakes do I need to fix? Because if, if somebody, if they have a cup of water and it has a, a huge hole at the bottom and they're pouring water in, but then it's coming out the bottom, nothing stays. Right? So the idea is we need to seal that bottom and we, we need to preserve our good deeds. And a huge part of that is to look at, am I wronging other people? Am I oppressing other people? Because if someone is committing domestic violence in whichever way, shape, or form, and then they're also asking Allah for something, that oppression is going to block their du'as from being responded to by Allah. In addition to that, the du'a of the oppressed is accepted. The du'a of the, so, it, it, so we need to understand things in a holistic way. Manner. We ask Allah to accept our du'as, we ask Allah to accept our efforts, and we ask Allah to forgive our mistakes and to make us from among those who do tawbah often and do it sincerely. Amir Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil